A champion for his people, a tireless advocate, a good man. Such were the tributes for Fa'anana Efeso Collins this week, as Parliament mourned the loss of one of its own. Today we say goodbye to an extraordinary man. His priorities never wavered. They were God, family and serving his community. La Manuia Lomalanga. Farewell on your journey, my friend. Kia ora ko Craig McCullough-Kahoe, wene i te pūrongo tōrangapū mō tēnei wiki. Welcome to Focus on Politics. I'm Craig McCulloch. Parliament was brought to a standstill on Wednesday. Politics set aside after the sudden and shocking death of the first-term Green MP, Efeso Collins. In keeping with Samoan custom, this programme will from now refer to him by his matai, or chief title, Fa'anana. A wire filled to the debating chamber Wednesday afternoon as MPs wiped away tears. Members of the Green Caucus were red-eyed and solemn, so too much of Labour. The Green co-leader James Shaw rose to speak on behalf of his party, describing Fa'anana as a proud son of the Pacific, joyful, kind and thoughtful, an extraordinary man. And six days ago, standing right here in this house, Professor Collins delivered his maiden speech. It must also now serve as his valedictory. He spoke of his journey here. He spoke of his love for his family. And that evening, Efeso was joined in celebration by some of his closest friends and family. There's a photo uh, from the evening which captures one of Efeso's daughters dancing in full Samoan dress. Behind her, slightly out of focus, is her proud father, our friend, with the biggest the biggest smile on his face. To his girls, your dad will be your Valentine's forever. The araha stretched across the room, breaking party lines. One by one, leaders paid personal tribute. Efeso was always so friendly, gracious, generous, kind, positive and collaborative, with a lovely sense of humour. He certainly lived by the words he uttered in his maiden speech, which was to lead with a spirit of peace and love and service. He was what I would call a true servant leader. In his maiden speech to Parliament, he quoted a Samoan saying, No one stands alone, no one succeeds alone, and for him no one should suffer alone. Uh, Mr Speaker, I believe that he lived up to those words. And I believe that we were only just starting to see his true potential and what he had to offer for Aotearoa New Zealand. It is such a momo. He said that he'd come to help open doors so that we could all connect better. What we saw today um, in receiving the devastating news is that Te Pāti Māori went over to Tautokoa, our whānau kakariki, um, Te whānau uh, Labour arrived and I sat there listening to us all sitting in one big caucus, which is ten times bigger than Te Pāti Māori's caucus room, and thought to myself, well, this is the first time you've brought us all together. It takes a tragedy to bring MPs together like this, a collective grief halting regular business. Parliament suspended for the week, and MPs departed for their homes. The Greens' Marama Davidson and others in her team had already left, flying to Auckland to be with Fa'anana's family, his wife and two young daughters. 
the news has come as a profound shock. And our absolute priority is to Ephesus' wife and to his young girls. Aotearoa and the Green Party have lost one of the kindest, most dedicated champions of fairness. Fa'anana Efeso Collins was just 49 years old. He collapsed at roughly 9 o'clock Wednesday morning after taking part in a charity event in Auckland's Britomart. Emergency services rushed to administer first aid, CPR and defibrillators, but just over an hour later his death was confirmed. The event was, as with so much of his life, an act of service. A one-kilometre race carrying buckets of water, a drive to raise money for clean drinking water in the Pacific. He was joined by other high-profile Kiwis, people like retired boxer and activist David Latelli. That's just an incredibly sad day. It was, with, I believe if this was his impact was only just beginning. With now with the Green Party and being a, a, you know in Parliament, I think the, the impact that he was yet to have was for, on our, for us was going to be huge so it's a, it's a huge loss uh, but you know for his family for his wife and, and, and for New Zealand as a whole especially our people. For Anana's impact can be seen in just how far the grief stretched and everything his focus had been community and so it was his communities who felt it hardest. Such a humble man and from South Auckland to Parliament that's such a big step for South Auckland. He was the change you know he was someone that we could look up to for change for our community. But since he passed away, I think we have to work together more and work harder. He literally passed away exactly what he's always done um, and what he loves, and that's serving his community and being purposeful. The Pacifica world was left reeling. In a message online, Tonga's princess wrote, it was no mystery to any of us in the islands how loved he was by many of our Pacifica community in New Zealand. The former Minister for Pacific Peoples, or Peter William Seo, spoke to the profound and far-reaching heartache. His profile reached the four corners of the Pacific region. He was getting support from overseas when he ran for mayor. He was fearless. It woke everybody up. It enabled the next generation to build some confidence in who they were. Fa'anana was born and raised in the Auckland suburb of Otara, the youngest of six children. His parents came from Samoa in the 1960s. Just last week, he shared his story in Parliament in a maiden speech repeatedly referenced this week. As a son of Samoan immigrants who made the mighty Otara 274 Southside Heart their home, I am well aware of the giants whose shoulders I stand on and the masters whose feet I learnt at. The courage, foresight, entrepreneurial spirit and hope of our ancestors who journeyed thousands of years ago through the vast waters of Te Moana Nui Akiwa brings me here today. My parents arrived in New Zealand in the early 1960s. Told that this was the land of milk and honey, Dad started off as a taxi driver with South Auckland Taxis and Mum on the factory floor at New Zealand Forest Products in Penrose. We lived in a four-bedroom state house on Preston Road in Otara, and I attended local schools, East Tamaki Primary, Ferguson Intermediate, and the great Tangaroa College. <laughs> We're forever grateful to the state house, for the state house that was our home for around 20 years, and the quality public education we received from our local state schools. I did my... 
I did try my hand for a, a short period at a decile 10 school uh, outside of Otara, but that experiment lasted only two weeks. It was during the time in the late 80s where families from poorer areas were being discouraged from going to local schools because they weren't considered up to scratch. I'm glad we changed course and decided to high school it in Ōtara, where the motto of our school was Waiho i te toka tu moana, steadfast like a rock in the sea. Steadfast he stayed, unwavering in his mission to serve. A devout Christian, he led a local church youth group and ran youth mentoring programs. He studied at Auckland University, where he became active in student politics, the first Polynesian to be elected president of the Students' Association in 1999. It was evident to all he believed deeply in community service. Mr Speaker, I haven't come to Parliament to learn. Learning happens as a matter of course through reflection. I've come to this House to help. Helping is a deliberate act. I'm here to help this government govern for all of New Zealand. And I'm here to open the door, enabling our communities to connect better with this House. During the election campaign, I spoke to people frustrated about their lot in life, scared for theirs and their children's futures, and feeling their dreams were slipping away. The people I spoke to expect the government to do more and move faster. And I know that there are some in this House who believe government is not the answer to these challenges, and that less government is better. But here's the thing. Government cannot be a a bystander to people's suffering, confusion and disenfranchisement. New Zealand must close the divide between those who have and those who have not, because the reality for my community is those who have more money often wield more power, more health, more housing, more justice, more access, more canopy cover, more lobbyists with swipe cards and more time. And the opposite is true for those who have fewer resources. It's hard to be poor. It's expensive to be poor. And moreover, public discourse is making it socially unacceptable to be poor. He carried those values with him into local body politics, first as a member of the Otara Papatoitoi local board from 2013, and then on to Auckland Council three years later. There he represented the Manukau ward through till 2022, sitting alongside Alf Filipina. People use the word charismatic, but man, he definitely that. When you talk to him, I mean... He just amazed me when we were around our governing body table or just around council, how intelligent he is. He is somebody that, that you will always want to listen to. As a councillor, Anana stood on the Labour ticket, a long-time party member, with links which continued even after he later joined the Greens. One of his final social media posts was congratulating Labour's Barbara Edmonds on her promotion. She was too emotional to speak on the day of his death, leaving the words to others in her Pacifica caucus. There's a um, Samoan proverb which in English translates to the pathway to leadership is through service. And Efeso lived that proverb. I've known Efeso since 1991. I yeah, really miss him from the local community too. Fa'anana may have had a long association with Labour, but he was not afraid to challenge the party line. He ruffled feathers by opposing the introduction of Auckland's regional fuel tax, arguing it penalised the poor. And he did not shy from criticising Labour's vaccine rollout, calling for vulnerable South Auckland communities to be prioritised, 
in pleading for more devolution. The bureaucrats have to let this go. They will cost us the war if they don't let go of this now. And they've got to let go of this power and trust the community to get the information to our households. It was in 2022 that Whaanana rose to nationwide prominence, contesting the Auckland mayoralty race with a memorable campaign jingle. Nobody else better than a vessel, cause we keep a real sweet like Nestle. Auckland, get ready for the wrestle. on the map, yeah, let's go. He came in second to Wayne Brown, who this week described his former opponent as a good friend, a bold leader who he had much respect for. Whaanana was courted by multiple political parties, including National and Labour. But it was to the Greens he would go. Ranked 11th by the membership, he entered Parliament in last year's election, excited by the opportunities ahead. This is about restoring hope, and I think a whole lot of South Aucklanders chose not to vote because they're feeling a sense of hopelessness. Our job as their party kākariki is to restore that hope, to get our young people re-engaged and reconnected, and that's going to make a huge difference for them. So I'm really excited. Whilst I know that there's a lot of disappointment in the community with the result, we're going to have an extremely right-wing government. What we can do is get in and stand shoulder to shoulder with our communities so that they know that hope is coming. His promise and his mission did not come without its personal toll. Through his time in politics, Fa'anana faced overt racism and death threats, one deemed serious enough for the bomb squad to check his home. He spoke of the toll during a feature on News Hub Nation late last year. Our family's been through so much. I remember the challenge around the death threats. I think the challenge has been that they have to put... <laughs> that they have to put up with it. And I think we choose to be advocates, but it's come at quite a personal cost. And I often think of my our eldest daughter, Gaperia, and we sat down and, and she said, Dad, why, why would people want to kill us? Because they named my family. And for me, that's, uh, I feel this huge sense of responsibility for my family. And it breaks me that they have to go through this. It was clear to all that Fa'anana loved his family, that few things were more important to him than Fano. There's a letter here that Kapiriella wrote to us from on behalf of her and Asalemo, our daughters. And she said, Dad, I'm proud of you. I never heard those words from my own father because it's probably not a Samoan dad thing to do, knowing that my baby is proud of me is enough to keep going. That responsibility now shifts to those left behind to keep going on his behalf, his fellow MPs and the communities he served. That's Focus on Politics. I'm Craig McCulloch. But today, the final words belong to Fa'anana from his maiden speech, his hopes for his parliamentary career. A journey he was only just beginning. If I was to inspire anyone by getting to this house and my work over the next three years, I hope that it's the square pegs, the misfits, the forgotten, the unloved, the invisible. It's the dreamers who want more, expect more, are impatient for change and have this uncanny ability to stretch us further.